Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. All right, welcome to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today. Thank you so much for joining us today on this wonderful, wonderful Monday. Hot Monday here in the Rochester area, at least. Uh, we're live here on WYSL until 1 p.m., so you can give us a call, 585-346-3000. That's 585-346-3000. Or if you're outside the Rochester area, 866-552-1009. That's 866-552-1009. Um, yeah, and I, I'm back in studio. I know Friday I ended up being sick. Got, got a little a little scratch in my voice still. Uh, so it turns out, and, and I, I was warned about this as I entered parenthood, uh, that if your child gets sick at daycare and they cough in your face enough times, day after day, eventually you will get sick too, most likely. That's what happened to me. So my my, my poor baby got got a little cold this week at daycare and eventually passed it along to me. So I was feeling pretty rough Friday, but I'm back back to normal now. Um, we got a bunch of great topics for you today. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me, uh, including uh, some some stuff going on with the infrastructure bill. Yes, there's other stuff still happening outside of uh, just COVID nineteen things. Uh, some stuff going on with. Uh, I do want to hit one other point on the CDC that like uh, Tim and and uh, Rich did not get to on Thursday, but but one important point about that, and then and I want to talk about uh, what's going on with uh, Apple too, where they they now have a new setting that will check all of your photos and, and talk about whether or not that's a good idea. But first, let, let me hit the CDC thing real quick, just because I, I think it's important. Um, and, and, and this is something that is a new ish development. Like they're, they're, they're saying the quiet part out loud when, when uh, the, the government's doing unconstitutional uh, actions uh, related to CDC eviction moratorium is that president Biden realizes that, what he's doing with the eviction moratorium at the CDC is constitutionally dubious. Like he, he he's not sure if it's uh, if it's actually legal to do what he's doing. And instead of saying, like, oh, well, maybe we should uh, take a step back and find a way to do this legally and figure it out," no, no, he, he's just going ahead and and doing it anyway. And why is he doing it anyway? Because he knows that. In the meantime, he's going to be able to enforce this action until the Supreme Court stops him, until you're able to get in front of the Supreme Court, have a, an actual uh, discussion on the constitutionality of this, and move ahead. You're not—the thing's going to end up happening anyway. So they know this, and that, that's a frightening thing. Now, other presidents, executives have done this type of stuff before. Like, we know this, like, that this has happened uh, that that they will push stuff through that they know is, if not pushing the line, then over the line on what is legal and constitutional. Uh, and yet, usually they are they're they're a little bit more nuanced about this. They, they'll they'll try to make the argument that it is legal anyway. No, the, the Biden administration they are 
they're going ahead and plowing ahead with this. Um, that uh, that they're they're going to do it anyway. And th- this is this is dangerous stuff because again, how many other things can uh, executives get through and just say, well, we're going to do it until until someone uh, makes us stop. We're going to move ahead with illegal actions until someone makes us stop. And you know, if if you have any like uh, progressives, if any progressives are out there listening to you, got to think to yourself: is is this something that like you would want a conservative president doing, a conservative governor doing, just just pushing ahead with stuff until uh, until the Supreme Court shuts them down? It doesn't matter. The Constitution, the rule of law, the law of the land does not matter. We'll just uh, go ahead and move this through. I know that that's the big thing that I, I think got missed in in. Thursday's discussion. Not that the it, you, you should take a listen. Uh, Tim and Rich Rich Bertel had a, a great discussion on on some of the CDC stuff and a few other things going on uh, that that it's it's a show worth listening to from last Thursday. But that part that they did miss, uh, they they were kind of talking about the constitutionality and the legal legality of it. Is that, that the Biden administration just going ahead and saying like, well, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll kind of see how the court uh, deals with it. I know that's it's a it's a bad mindset to be in, um, and they're 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 hoping that like they can get through the entire program without um, without getting shut down by the Supreme Court. That's the whole hope. All right, but that isn't the only thing that we want to talk about today. So that's that's just that's just one part of uh, of <coughs> what I want to get to today. Again, still got a lingering cold from from my boy. That's all right. That, that's part that's part of the. Uh, the cost of fatherhood <laughs> sometimes occasionally catching colds from your kids. Uh, I, I'm told that I should get used to it, uh, or maybe take some zinc or something. I don't know. Well, what do you where do you take to boost your immune system besides vitamin C? I have no idea. Um, but anywho, all right. So, so I want to talk about uh, some of the stuff going on with Apple too, because uh, you know I, I had talked about. A few weeks ago, how Apple's trying to be, you know, on on the forefront of of virtue signaling about protecting your privacy, right? They they want to look like they are the ones who are doing the most to protect your data, and you know what they've done with that is they've, you know, they they made these updates to to iOS fourteen that made it difficult for certain types of uh, apps and and sites like Facebook to track your activity when leaving the app, right? So basically, in a nutshell, you know, if you're using Facebook, it limits the amount of data that Facebook can go and collect on another app or a third-party website if you're using an Apple device, right? So that's, that's what the big update is. People, people think like, oh, yeah, they're, Apple's protecting all my data. No, it's, they're just kind of limiting it a little bit. They're, they're anonymizing what they can share. And that's, you know, that, that's fine. I, I don't think that's going to lead to the better ad experiences, which people think it will. But, uh, I mean, that, that, that's, that's me as a, an industry expert speaking on that one. Um, but it, it doesn't actually protect your privacy as, as much as you think. Again, that, some of that data is still being collected and um, built together. And then this new – and there's some new updates that are going to come out too, the stuff that's going to, like, block, like – it's going to make it a pain in the butt for me as a marketer. But, you know, again, if you want to uh, you want to protect your data, you want to keep your privacy, then it's great. But what you don't want to do is just trust that Apple's going to do that on their own, that any of these big companies are going to do that on their own. There's a lot of incentive to sell that data, to, to package it up, make it anonymous, and to sell that data to people like me who are trying to 
run ads for small businesses who are trying to get you to buy their, you know, whatever, T-shirt or something, right? So, so there's a lot of incentive there to, to find new ways of doing that. Um, and so if you really want to do that, you have to put in effort. So, so go, go look up the episode. You, you can always find episodes of a free solution uh, on any podcast uh, uh, service. Uh, check them out. Look out. Uh, look up a free solution, and then there's a, there's an episode about uh, the Apple privacy updates. Um, and, and kind of the reason I bring all this up again is is just because Apple's trying to to corner that market. At the same time, they've made a a dubious new change that says that they will check all of the photos. It's going to scan all of your iPhone, iPad. Uh, iPad messages and, 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 and photos that are in uh, the, the iCloud and all that stuff for uh, porn. And, and specifically, they're looking for underage porn, which, you know, I I get why that would be a good thing to want to do this, right? Like, let's, obviously, like, we, we want to, anytime, like, someone, you know, has exploited children in this way we want to find a way to to catch them we want to find a way to like stop them right okay so like i i get the desire to do this just like any trade-off between liberty and security there is a benefit to apple doing this type of stuff that they could catch some bad guys out there some bad folks who are hurting kids and the question becomes is this trade-off worth it for the rest of us because this isn't just a one thing you know you know like once once this tool is out there once we have accepted that apple can go and scan if you're an apple user i'm not i'm not an apple user but i i, mean, I give all my data to google thank you very much uh no but i'm uh i'm not an apple user but like if you are an apple user is this trade-off worth it to you is it worth catching people who are hurting children who who have child pornography on their phone if it means letting apple scan all of your photos forever and what else are they going to do with that i would love to hear from you guys on that make sure you leave your comments online again we're here live until 1 p.m on wysl leave your comments online or give us a call 866-552-1009 that's 866-552-1009 we'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on apple checking all of your photos is that worth it thanks again for joining us on a free solution we're gonna be back in just a few minutes your business relies on computers and technology to operate slow unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line the experts at simple tech innovations are here to help their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues keeping your business running smoothly they also help clients achieve hipaa pci and new york state cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure whatever your business it needs are simple tech innovation should be your first call they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a-plus better business bureau rating call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 simple tech innovations A free solution. All right.
right, welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks again for joining us. Again, we're here live on WYSL until 1 p.m., so give us a call if you want to participate in the discussion, 585-346-3000. It's 585-346-3000, or comment online, too. We're on the Free Solution Facebook page, or Free Solution YouTube channel, or the Kevin Wilson pages, wherever you're listening today. Thank you. And speaking of other folks listening, shout down the line to WACK out in Newark. Thank you for listening out there as well. Appreciate you. All right, so we're talking about the uh, the the new feature that Apple's rolling out um, that's supposed to detect pornography, uh, specifically child pornography, and it's it's like an automated system that's going to to scan the account and and you know see if there, there's anything in there that needs to be reviewed by a person, right? Again, like in in theory, like sound sounds like a a, a good safety and protection measure that you know can can help stop people from spreading distributing holding child pornography again i get it as a worthwhile goal it's also supposed to stop you know like when when people send messages if they send sexually explicit messages including photos to folks it can scan those messages and determine whether or not uh, someone's sending maybe an inappropriate photo of a body part and, and stop that from going through right or at least you know flag it so like you, you it doesn't just pop through right away right so, okay, you know, I, I, I get why people would want that, you know, and, and like not, not just for kids, but also for adults. I mean, for goodness sakes, they're, they're, I'm sure no one listening to this show is this person, but there are some creeps out there who, who will send inappropriate messages to, to, to women, and, uh, and they shouldn't be doing that. And it's uh, disgusting, and, and you, you should not be doing that type of stuff. And I'm sure many of them would like to... to, to Find ways to stop that. Okay, great. Again, I've said that the intentions are probably good. Now, however, the problem with this is that, again, Apple is scanning every single photo you own, every single photo you send. In theory, Apple's supposed to have really good encryption for this type of stuff. It's supposed to have really good protection. In fact, one of the things, again, I don't use these products, but one of the things that Apple's done like a pretty good job with is that in cases where the government's tried to go after data uh, and, and said, like, hey, well, like, you need to set up a, a, a backdoor key so like, the government's able to get in. So like, if, if you know, there's a, a terrorist or there's you know, some other sort of criminal who, who has data on their phone that we need to access, like, you need to, to give us a way to get that data somehow, right? In theory, they can't even cooperate with the government because their encryption, if they set up a backdoor for that type of encryption, it opens it up to everyone. It means that anyone can, in theory, scan or get access to that information. So in order to make it so that no one can, including the government, they need to make it perfect, right? But what this does is it opens up new vulnerabilities to folks. So not only does it make it so that the government can suddenly say, well, well we know you have a way to look for certain images. You can set it up to look for certain other images. You can comply with warrants. So... You have to ask yourself, you know, how long until the government starts to say, you know, not just like flag stuff for child porn, because, again, that's a, I, I get why people would want to do this. But, you know, because they, they, they flag it, they send it off to like the, the uh, uh, like some national organization um, and uh, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And they can do an appeal, but it shuts down the account. So, OK, again, I get it. But, you know, how long till the government says, well, 
we actually we're looking for someone. We're looking for this person, or we want to see if this person is associated with this other person. All right, so like, scan their phone and see if you can find this face. You know, does uh, can't should the government be able to do that? Should the government be able to go to Apple and say, you know, well we we want to we want to access this information, and should they be able to do it with a warrant too? I think that that's a worthwhile question. Like, should government be able to get a warrant and say well we want to look and see if this person is using any devices if this person is associated with other people again maybe they'll, they'll probably do it in a, in a situation where there's a a, a terrorist involved and say, hey we, we think this person's dangerous they're plotting something or they're they're associated with a, a dangerous group or whatever could be here could be overseas doesn't matter do we want the government to have the ability to do that? Do we want the and again I know I know Apple's a private company. They're the ones doing this. But if Apple has the ability to do it, the government tends to find a way to strong arm groups or companies like Apple into doing it. There's especially the, these big big companies like they 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 want to play nice with the government most of the time. They they I mean Apple caught a lot of flack for for not turning over uh, information on on previous folks again. I think there's a shooter out in California that they they said no, we we cannot do this. But now you have this opening, you have this backdoor, you have this way for for people to be able to get into the phone to look at messages, to look at uh, images being sent. It is too tempting of a tool for government to keep their hands off of. So you're going to end up uh, with, with some sort of warrant, some sort of case where the government's like, oh, we want to look for this personal, we want to look for this type of photo, we want to look for whatever or and and apple's going to get a gag order so they're not going to be able to talk about it publicly and they're going to have to scan a bunch of phones for it or if they just uh they put out a general warrant well hey we, we want to make sure that uh no one's making bombs what if what if someone is is making you know a an explosive device and they're they're taking pictures of it so let's uh let's scan everyone's phone and just say like hey if if anyone has this type of thing in the in their photos then uh you know, send us a red flag. Right? You know, send us a, a thing. Or, or what if, you know, we, we just want to be people who are, you know, uh, making guns. Be people who are uh, uh, home firearm enthusiasts who want to be able to build their own firearm. Well, we just, we just want to keep an eye on those folks. Yeah, send, send us uh, the, the device IDs of anyone who is buying and taking pictures of, you know, uh, lower receivers. Okay. So, is that is that okay? What's the next step? They take a picture of so anyone who is uh, holding an AR-15, if if someone is holding an AR-15 in one of their photos, let's send us the device ID. Send us who it is. We want to know this just to keep an eye on them. Just just to, just to keep a lookout. You know, just, we're not saying they're doing anything wrong. Just uh, we're, we're just 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 put this out anywhere, and uh, we want to see what it looks like. See what we find. It's not hard to imagine. What could happen here? I mean, uh, we, we got a comment from uh, the, Timmy here. says, when I purchased my Apple device, I was purchasing a state level of privacy that Apple afforded to a terrorist. I mean, I mean kind of, yeah, but, like, that, that's, that's how this stuff's got to work, right? Like, that's a, a bit of a glib way of putting it, Timmy. But, uh, but yeah, like, if, if encryption's going to work, it's kind of got to work for everybody. And there's, there's, there's trade-offs to that. The trade-off is that, like, when there's a bad person... And you make really good encryption, it means that no one could get in to get their stuff. Not it, not the government, not Apple, 
not knowing that the only people who can get in are, are the people who have the keys to be able to get in and that should be the end user so you know when when you're doing this stuff you're there's that risk involved do you have a right to privacy or or is it better if the government's able to access all this stuff are you willing to trade that away Again, Apple's not going to go and start talking about how they're going to cooperate with the government, but they will. They will have to. They will be compelled to. Because now it's no longer, we can't do this. It would have to be, we don't want to do this. And the court system will say, well, you have to do this. So what's the next step, folks? Again, we'd love to hear your recommendations on this. I'm not an Apple user, but I know uh, other folks are. Like, what, what do you think about... Uh, this, are you going to switch devices now? I mean, Android's got its its own set of stuff going on, I know, and I, as, as an Android user. Um, but, you know, I, I'm i a little disappointed because I, I would give Apple a bit of credit for for being on the cutting edge of privacy. In some ways, it annoy me as a marketer, but, you know, on the cutting edge of, of consumer privacy, good for them. And now this is this is a major, major slide backwards, in my opinion. And in order to maintain your privacy on other devices, the, the only ways to do that is, again, don't assume that your device is secure. You know, if, you're, if you don't want something seen by government, don't, don't put it out on social media. Don't put it out in messaging services. There's a, there's a few, you know, that are, are actually secure, supposedly, like, uh, like Signal, supposedly, like, is actually encrypted end to end. If you don't want hackers to get that information too, you have to be proactive and take your own steps to do that. You can't just get this out-of-the-box solution that, that's going to work. Uh, and that's what Apple's trying to sell you. That's what they're hoping you'll buy, that you're, people like Timmy, you know, that, that you're going to get this, this you know, hardcore encryption and privacy. But, Jane, you gotta, you got to stay on the, the situation can change constantly. And... I know where, where I fall on this, and you, you can probably tell from where I'm going, is, is I, I don't think this trade-off's worth it. I think is is too dangerous of a tool for government to stay out of. And it won't just be limited to Apple devices. It will spread. It will spread everywhere. Suddenly they're, they're going to – because Google knows how to do this stuff too. My goodness. I As soon as I take a picture on my phone of my dog, it recognizes, hey, do you want to tag Winston? But how did you even know that was my dog, Google? Because they're, they're, they're scanning my photos. They're uploading it. If you don't uncheck the boxes to upload it to Google Photo, you'll do that and automatically tag it. Same with Facebook. It's all this thing. you, you got to be proactive about this stuff. All right. Thanks again for joining us here on Free Solution. All right. If you have any thoughts on this, again, give us a call at 866-552-1009. That's 866-552-1009. We're going to be back with more from a Free Solution in just a few minutes. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there. 
are hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you all being here. We're live here on WYSL until 1 p.m. So give us a call. 866-552-1009. That's 866-552-1009. Or comment online, too. Love to hear your comments. Uh, we're live on the Free Solution Facebook page, Free Solution YouTube channel, and the Kevin Wilson page. This is wherever you're listening today. Thank you for being here. And if you're listening a little bit later over on WACK out in Newark, appreciate you all, too. Or on the podcast, too. Just look for us anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, you should be able to find a free solution. We're out there. All of our back catalog of episodes are out there, too. Just all of it. So much. Oh, go, going way back to the Radio Free New York days. You want to go listen to, to a two-year-old uh, Andrew Hollister episode? You can listen to that, too. It's all on there. Just look for a free solution wherever you find your podcast. And we got another comment from Timmy. and says, there are always trade-offs for freedom. These trade-offs or risks are what make us free. Without these trade-offs and risks, we would be free-ish at best. I'll take freedom with risks over comfort and infringements. Yeah, no, I think that that's a that's a great point to me, and that, you know, I, I definitely uh, agree with you that I, I would rather have that freedom. I would rather the government not be snooping into our, our phone data or anything else, no matter how safe they claim that it will make us. And we had the same discussion, you know, way back when, you know, way back in. in uh, you know, like some of my first times being at the WYSL station where I was talking about uh, the, the Restore the Fourth movement and, and the stuff that came out with uh, Edward Snowden a while ago. Again, they, the, the, the NSA, turns out, had uh, key logging technology that was able to, to figure out uh, what you're saying with folks, uh, blanket mass surveillance, uh, tracking of metadata, things like that. And, you know, the, the folks who kind of fall on the uh, I'd rather be safe spectrum would say, well, well, you know, if you have nothing to hide, then, then why would you be against that stuff? Or if you, um, you know, what, what if what if it means that we can we can catch one of the bad guys? And, you know, and I I get that I, I'm sympathetic to that. You know, but at, at the same time, I, I I worry about what that means for our freedom, our liberty, our the 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 uh, the ability of, of powerful government organizations to find private data about us, blackmail us, or shut down dissident movements. That's that's a very real real threat. In a lot of places, and it, and it has been a threat historically in the United States too. But it sounds like we have a caller on the line, Tim Smith. Tim, hey, what's on your mind? hey, Kevin, long time listener, first time caller. How are you? Uh, doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, I just have a quick comment. When I purchased my Apple devices, I was purchasing the same privacy that Apple afforded to the terrorists. Um, with <laughs> Apple now backtracking on this level of privacy, I believe that I am due a refund for my Apple devices. Hey, that's that's totally fair. And Tim, you know, I was wondering if that was you commenting on it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, that, that's a fair question. Should should Apple be giving you? They they sold you a certain product with certain expectations. Why why shouldn't they? Uh, what 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 happens when they no longer uphold that promise? Maybe and you know, it also begs the question: Do we actually own our Apple devices? 
if they can just willy-nilly go through my phone, that's, to me, the equivalent of someone just willy-nilly being able to go through my home. So that's my question is, do we actually own our Apple devices or are we just renting them from Apple? And if we're just renting them from Apple, they should have made us aware of this fact. You know, so I've never read the Apple Terms of Service. I've read some other Terms of Service where, where basically you, you kind of don't own the device. Like, I, and, and I, this might be the case with Apple, where, where like you're not allowed to make modifications to it. You're not allowed to change stuff up. And, and basically they can like, – like the Kindle is like this. Where, where, like you don't actually own the Kindle exactly. You don't own anything on the Kindle. It's, it's, it's Amazon's. It's yours, and they can take it back whenever they feel like it. You know, I've so, heard about that with Amazon, and that was the reason, at least um, from my understanding, that was the reason why Amazon devices were so inexpensive from the very beginning, because Amazon was making it known that, hey, we're just allowing you to, to um, rent this device so that you will use our content. Whereas with Apple, now, I haven't read their terms of service also, but my understanding when they went to bat with the terrorists was that they were drawing a, la- a line in the, st- in the sand with the government, with the state, that we're not going to allow you to, to leverage us to blackmail and, 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 and look, sift through the, the, the content of our users, of our um, customers' devices, because they actually own that. Now, that could be a screw-up on my part, um, and perhaps it is, but if that is, then, you know, I can't hold Apple um, uh, accountable for, for my laziness for not reading their terms of service. No, you know, because I, I – I, Almost considered switching to Apple products for for that reason too, because as well, like they they took a really good stand on this, and like they're 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 actually serious about uh, privacy and data protection, uh, even from the government that's trying to strong arm them. That that's great, but you know it's it's I, I think this is actually a change. Like this is this is them, you know, again trying to do a thing that that seems good, but like is making so many compromises for the privacy for the rest of us and opening up the door to so much potential government abuse. I think it's a bad move, and I, and I think if you're an Apple user who cares about that sort of thing, like you, you need to make your your voice known best as possible to to that big company. Yes, and you know I find it curious that they use um, child pornography as their their end for this. You know, who can argue against we need to lock up child pornographers? Um, who can argue against that? And this is how the government screws us over: is that they they're clever. They, they chose, they didn't say, oh, we're going to look to see if you're, you're not paying your taxes or whatever the case is. No, they chose a topic that everyone is against, and they said, this is what we're going to use to, um, uh, um, to backdoor our way into your devices. And again, I don't think this is Apple on their own, you know, waking up one morning and say, you know, we think we're going to have a, 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 a go at um, finding child molesters or, or folks who have child pornography. Now, this is, uh, and, and it's Maybe I have a tinfoil hat on. It's possible. But I yeah. think this is just the government's first uh, um, foray into going through our devices and spying on us even more so than they currently do, as you alluded to earlier. You know, we, we live in a, 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 a day and time where we can just type in our cat and somehow a picture of our cat finds its way on Facebook. This isn't haphazard, and I'll take my comments off the air. I'm just totally upset and pissed off with Apple um, um, uh, giving in to the government in the name of child pornography. They could have just been honest about it and said, hey, we're going to screw you over, sorry, and be done with it. But no, they tried to pull on our, our emotional um, heart, um, um, 
our emotions as they, they typically do when they want to screw us over. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tim, appreciate your call. Thank you so much for calling in. And, and yeah, the, to kind of follow up on that point, I mean, that, that's how it goes, right? Like, they pick something that's it's really hard to argue against, right? Can you, like, they, they want, yep, they, they want people to think, like, if, uh, if you oppose this, you're a monster. How could you be opposed to us finding people who have child pornography on their phone? Like, you're, you're a monster if you don't want to stop this. And, and, but the fact of the matter is, again, you're not considering the long-term ramifications of this. How else will this be used? You know, and I, and I don't know what the motivations are for this, right? I don't know that uh, Apple actually did have bad intentions or that, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, like, the people are really just trying to solve a problem. Uh, I'll give that. And, and they're just not realizing what the long-term consequences of that are, that they, they could be giving a very powerful and dangerous tool uh, to to nasty, nasty people. Again, I had mentioned that the, the, the U.S. government has, has a history. They, they spied on Martin Luther King Jr. And, and, you know, tried to blackmail him into to giving up his movement or, and trying to get him to kill himself. There's, there's a history of, of go, go look up some of the stuff J. Edgar Hoover did. Uh, it, is, it is nasty, nasty stuff. Uh, that that the, the the former director of the FBI was doing uh, in, in those days, and and who knows what, what what's still going on nowadays, um, and you know again how how long until like like well we just want to we want to run an algorithm where uh, we're gonna uh, go after everyone who saves uh, taxationist theft memes on their phone and uh, and then and then do audits of them right just just to see like they, they, these people seem like tax avoiders we're, we're gonna we're gonna see if they're there's any correlation here right like just just do a little check on this stuff there's all sorts of terrible ways that this could be used and then it, like i know i'm i'm spinning off some worst case scenario stuff like but again in if if the the post office for goodness sakes i know this this seems that the post office was spying on social media to try to find terrorists why was the post office doing this and i'm, I'm not kidding about this I, i'll post a link to this on on the live stream so if you look at the, the social media page the, the the post office was looking at this stuff at at radical content being posted online on social media now you don't think that same temptation given this tool will be used by the nsa the fbi cia like whoever you don't think that that will be used to root out Anyone who is opposed to whatever the heck our government's doing, of course it will. The temptation is way too great. Uh, and before we go to break, two more quick comments. Gene, I prefer freedom. How long until we will know? How long until we are no longer free at all? Besides, safe is boring. And a follow-up comment: Maybe Apple doesn't have malicious intentions now. What about in the future, though, when different people control Apple? And yeah, that's the thing. And we should be asking that about about Apple and about the government too. What happens when a different person is charged? Maybe they're well-intentioned now. We won't abuse this tool, but what happens when the next person is charged? You know, like, it's, it's not going to be Joe Biden as the president forever. It's not going to be someone like Donald Trump president forever. It could be someone really, really monstrous who's going to do terrible things and use this as a tool to root out the t people that oppose them and maybe use violence against them. That's that's the that's the worry that like we need to have when we unleash this technology and we make compromises for privacy, security, and encryption in the name of fighting a very good fight against child pornography. That's the trade-off. So, like I said, I'm not sure if it's worth it. All right, so thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. Got to head the break now. I'm probably going over a little bit, but thanks again for joining us. Uh, give us a call if you want to participate in the discussion, 866-552-1009. We'll be back 
in just a few minutes. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. All right, welcome back to a free solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today. Thanks again for joining us. We're here till 1 p.m. live on WISL. Give us a call 585 346 3000. That's 585 346 3000. Shout down the line to our friends listening again over at WACK out in New York and our friends listening online on Facebook. A free solution, YouTube, a free solution, or the Kevin Wilson pages. Appreciate y'all being here. Uh, so, kind of a related topic. We'll, we'll stick on the theme of of government doing things in the name of safety, right? Like we we all want to be safe. Why we 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 just want to to, to make sure that, that everyone is okay. Okay. So, the new the new infrastructure bill has this this clause in it that is uh, interesting. It, it's going to require all new cars to have uh, drunk driving detection technology, right? And so passive drunk driving detection technology where, where in theory what's supposed to happen is it's supposed to be able to tell specifically if the driver is intoxicated uh, and if they are, are sober enough to, to drive legally, right? Again, on the face it seems like a good idea. We want to prevent drunk driving. We don't want uh, we don't want People getting behind the wheel when they're intoxicated. I, I am particularly grumpy with drunk drivers. My first car in high school was totaled by a drunk driver or sitting at a red light and someone drove into me at 60 miles an hour. And luckily I was okay, but wrecked my first car. I could have been seriously injured. No love for drunk drivers and, and, and no love for the type of people who, uh, who pass that off as like, oh, yeah, that shouldn't be illegal. No, yeah, forget you guys. It, it, it's, it's absolutely not a victimless crime to to drive drunk. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm against that. I get that. But then, all right, so now now we have this this bill that's going to require that. But the problem with this, with this bill, which, again, seems like a, a nice idea in theory, is that, well, the technology doesn't really exist yet. It's, it's not there. They haven't figured it out. They've been given, th- <laughs> like, three years to figure it out. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, and then hopefully uh, we have it in theory, or they can extend it some more. And then like these devices, who knows how expensive they're gonna they're gonna be? Are gonna be putting the, all the cars a couple years after that? Uh, like it can there's this this is something that's supposed to be by 2026. This is a problem again. Government kind of gets ahead of, ahead of itself on this stuff. We don't we don't really have the technology yet. 
we don't know what that looks like. I mean, I, I do. I do wonder. Again, like it, what what happens with 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 moving forward? With this is it a good idea? I have. I guess personally, I, I have fewer civil liberties concerns with this one, right? Like, I I don't know that I would necessarily want my car to know every substance that's on my breath or in my body uh, as I'm getting into it. I do have the same like slippery slope concerns that well this could be used to detect other things and I don't necessarily want my car telling my government or my doctor <laughs> you know like those things. There's also issues too with like right now the, the problem with the current technology is that uh uh, like Nissan, I guess, had developed uh, something that could detect like if alcohol is on someone's breath in the air. And they had, there's another one that was was trying to detect it in uh, uh, based on sweat on the skin if someone's touching the steering wheel or the the, the shifter. Uh, but these things kind of end up getting messed up when uh, you have a passenger, and and that can kind of mess with things and and throw off the reading so again the technology doesn't exist there's there's a strong desire for safety uh there's a strong desire for for people to do the right thing so i i think i have fewer concerns about this one because i really don't want anyone getting behind the wheel drunk it's a terrible idea you can you can really hurt or kill someone uh by doing that not just yourself but others uh so yeah maybe maybe cars shouldn't be able to drive if you're drunk but again should this be mandatory should this be required for every new car ever uh what are the limitations on this uh what does the car do if anything with the data does it does it immediately report that to an authority does it simply shut off the engine does it uh again does it get sent to anyone else these are all questions worth asking these are all questions that i i would have an issue with and can we get we get to have ourselves on on good intentions the i i am not one of those folks who think that the government is constantly filled with evil people trying to to do evil things i think the government is filled with people who mostly want to do good things who mostly want to help people but in the process of doing so ends up costing us a lot of money our civil liberties and end up building the tool set for actual oppression that's what i think most of government is and in their desire to create a more perfect world they end up creating tyranny that that's what ends up happening so i i think that the the same some of the similar logic that, I, that i'm looking at with the apple controversy which is coming from a corporate perspective but i imagine with some pressure from the u.s government to do this sort of thing from from state authorities to do this thing to solve an actual real problem we end up going down into the abyss doing making more and more compromises with what data we're unwillingly giving up in our everyday interactions. And again, I say this as someone who's, who's a marketer who, who freely gives up a lot of data and, and, and likes that and then uses it to, to go and sell things through, through things like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, which I have since gotten on. is It's actually a lot of fun. I like TikTok now. <laughs> I started uh, following that a lot more. But they, but they do creepy things too. Oh my goodness, read the terms of service. They take your biometrics. It is so creepy. You gotta watch out for that stuff. Anyway, that's a small small sidetrack on that one. Uh, but uh, the the infrastructure bill with the the drunk driving thing uh, with this again, well intentioned, but probably not 
good to move forward with. And we're, we're going to see the same thing. And I think this one might actually get stopped. There's there's a, a cryptocurrency uh, fights that are happening relating to the, the infrastructure bill, too, where, where basically it's, uh, you know, there, there's going to be massive fees on these kind of cryptocurrency exchanges uh, if they're not correctly reporting every single transaction that happens. Uh, so it's something like, I think it's like 250 bucks per person if they don't well, correctly report a transaction. And what they're trying to do, again, is, well, we want to stop uh, people from money laundering. We want to stop people from funding terrorism. Oh, again, it's easy to fall into these easy justifications. But what if someone gets hurt? What if someone gets hurt because of our inaction? It's okay to violate your privacy if there's a possibility that we could save just one life, and that's a that's a dangerous, dangerous game to go down, folks, because what the government and we've seen this with with COVID, what the government is willing to do to save just one life might be really extreme. We saw that with the lockdowns. That's that's the justification behind the lockdowns. Again, well, if it saves just one life, then we have to shut down the entire economy. Is your money really more important than saving a life? You don't look at the trade-offs. No, I say you. Not not you, the audience. You guys are looking at the trade-offs. And I, I, I know y'all are, are thinking about this stuff. And and some of you may come to a different conclusion on, on the Apple stuff, on the, the drunk driving stuff, on anything else. You may come to a different conclusion. I respect that. But I want you to think about what the consequences are. It's not just about stopping that initial problem. It's what is the cost. What does it cost us in our liberty? What does it cost us in our privacy? Does it violate the Fourth Amendment? Does it mean that we are giving tools to dangerous people? Some things to ruminate on. All right, that, that's it, though. That's all I got for our, our show today. I appreciate y'all listening. Larry Sharp going to be in tomorrow. Uh, I will be back in on Wednesday. Then we'll be on Thursday. And then I'll be back on on Friday. All right, thanks again for listening today to A Free Solution. Have a wonderful week.